I trained with a champion. He's French. He still lives in Dubai. He's 50 years young and every muscle in his body stands out like a piece of art. He's a natural. That means not a single steroid has been injected into him for the past 20 years or so. You may not believe me, but I was part of his daily life and I knew the shit he put himself through to look so lean and to look so mean and just so perfect. He called it consistency. He's impatient, rude. He loves women, yet sometimes lacks respect for them. Not because he's a bad person, but because that's just how he is. Do I pass judgments on him? All the time, but I would say it to his face, and he would laugh and make me squat lower, enjoying the sweat drip off my chin. Fast forward, I no longer train with him. Our time has run out. But he played a big role in my mental transformation. His agenda ran on one rule, consistency. He would tell me, if you aren't consistent, then don't waste my time. And I wasted his time plenty. But we were friends sometimes, and I knew he cared a lot about me. So he showed me tolerance. Everybody to an extent is consistent, but to what level is a different story? I have a different idea about consistency that my friends don't agree with me on. I find myself completely inconsistent, and when I tried to talk it out with them, they thought I was nuts. That's the AC going on in the background. Anyway, in fact, one of them told me, you're the most consistent person I know. I asked, how do you see that? And she said, I've watched you for years show up every day to work, and you work so hard. And then I watched you build your own company from scratch, and you showed up every day, even on bad days. Hmm. What else? I was pressing for something else, something I needed to hear. But I was disappointed when her response was, well, you meditate every day. That's the problem. And of course, she got so confused. Let me clarify something. I show up every single day to work because I had built space. The only way to pay those bills and support myself and my family was to show up. It was life or death. I am not a careless person and I understood responsibility at a very young age. But this is not consistency. This is survival. So what do I mean by consistency? Well, how many times did you feel passionate about something or know that something is good for your own personal development but required you to show up and work for it? How many times did you have to commit to something else besides yourself for another cause? For example, looking after a plant meant you would have the garden of your dreams or playing daily with your cat meant creating a bond and contributing to its happiness, or walking your dog twice a day because you both probably needed the exercise. How many times did you begin one of those things and stop very quickly after starting because you got bored or the consistency of it felt extremely unfamiliar to what you know so that you naturally fell out of it quickly? I'm almost positive that most of us have been there many times It wasn't until recently that I looked back at my timeline and I felt a slight terror. I'm in my late 30s, by the way, so I've had plenty of time on earth to have a handful of regrets to to my name. In 2010, my boss purchased a Nikon D3S for me. It was a camera of my dreams with the lenses, of my choice, on the condition that I pay it off to the company by doing their photo shoots and developing myself. The entire set cost the company over 40,000 dirhams, That's about, that's almost over $10,000. I did dozens of photo shoots, but once the debt was paid off and the camera belonged to me, I stopped photographing. I didn't stop 
because I didn't love it. No, I stopped because I didn't know how to use the lighting equipment that I badly needed to know to develop. I was recognized for my good eye by many people in the industry, and I was praised during my photo shoots. And that all came to a halt very quickly because I didn't know how to use basic light equipment. And what was worse, I didn't know how to ask for help. I kept my camera. I did pick it up for over a year, but one night I was inspired by a song called Moment of Peace. I saw a movie flash in front of my eyes. The song moved me. It worked my imagination and I created something then and there. The movie was a stop motion movie and I knew I was going to be making that movie. And I did. With almost zero budget and help from friends, I shot over 4,000 images to create a six minute movie. That short film ended up accepted in Dubai International Film Festival in 2012. It was a dream, a dream come true. I'd like to add that the category it got in was a side category, but to me, it got into Dubai International Film Festival. That was it. It was huge. The festival was great. I met a lot of amazing people, artists from around the world, directors, producers, and actors who told me that they hardly ever saw stop motion films, especially in my region. They said I had a niche. I left the festival so inspired. I was on a high on my mini success. I wanted more. And a year later, I did another stop motion film. And that one spoke to a larger audience. It got accepted to Beirut Film Festival to play it to the public audience. I was invited to go, but I never made it to the festival. I was in over my head at that time with work. But believe it or not, I got a call from my mother who had received a call from her friend telling her that she had just heard my name on TV. And according to the festival, I was there and my stop motion movie was being played to the public audience. I laughed. The, that festival seemed like a far cry from my reality, which at that time was surrounded by my team as we were prepping for the big event. I, I was onto something. I was creative. I felt it in my heart. I had opportunities open up to me. God or the universe, whatever you want to call it, was showing me that I could go places. But somehow the high of my success wore off the minute I knew I had that discipline to level up. I needed to put the work in. Looking back, I have mixed feelings about giving up too soon. I do wonder where that path would have taken me though. But the only spilled milk I cry over is the time wasted. See, I wasted too much time jumping from one thing to another. I understand that this is part of growing up, but I do dwell on the fact that I was never taught the importance of consistency, the respect and knowledge it carries. My life looking back at it feels like a number of unfinished roads with big question marks. And if I could go back to 2010, I would redo everything differently because I know opportunities would have showed up. That's the thing I am discovering about the power of consistency right now. There are absolutely no genuine efforts gone to waste. When you plant a seed, it will grow if you continuously water it. It's the flow of life. The universe works this way and I would challenge anybody who tells me otherwise. The same lack of consistency applies, for example, to my diet. I was too focused on trying new diets and putting rules for myself and regulations that fell through instead of taking small steps towards change and sticking to them. Are you seeing a pattern here? Did you ever look back and wonder how many different things would have happened to you or turned out differently? Have you actually done it gradually instead of trying to do it one go at a time? If you have, then you probably realize that the key to change is actually in small consistent steps and not being giant ones. One of my favorite accounts on Instagram is by a psychiatrist called Dr. Nicole DiPerla, 
And she stresses that small daily changes, no matter how small they are and no matter what they are, are more effective than big changes. And they are key to changing your life. So I started with one daily change, sitting with the emotion until it's neutralized. So it's not good and it's not bad. It was just whatever it's meant to be. This was opening Pandora's box for me because this small practice requires me to explore where my emotions are coming from. And of course, I cry a lot, but I have been consistent with it. And I do feel more dependent on myself than the need to use food or money or activities to dodge how I feel. I'm not sure what this change means in the long run, but I am pretty sure I would be in a worse place than having my emotions unprocessed and having to deal with that. Here I am today sharing the story, hoping to inspire somebody not to give up because I gave up on too many great things many times and I ended up nowhere. Persistence does take you places and depending on passion by itself really does not. Passion has showed me that it can come and go. It's a mood, just like good sex with one single partner. Sometimes it just gets better and sometimes it lacks spark, but the key is not to give up. This podcast, for example, was a big challenge for me because I knew it would require consistency from my side, and I tend to just let loose once things pick up. But I challenge myself every single day to sit down and write my scripts, to share with my experiences with the world. Every episode after the first one, I promise you, was a product of consistency and not passion. I'm grateful that my followers and listenership and downloads are increasing dramatically. But believe it or not, I have small anxiety attacks about the commitment it will require to grow my platform. And I also have other anxiety episodes at the thought of giving up. So it's consistent effort every day. Put in. As long as it makes sense to me. And of course, a lot of gratitude from this side to you all. Thank you for listening in. And have a great day.